What's going on, everyone? Hey! What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And welcome to another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS. Um, wow. All you can say is an interesting week, huh? We get uh, surprised. Surprised by Lucas. Surprise, and, uh, surprise, surprise. I don't think anybody knew that was really coming, to be honest, as well. I mean, it was kind of out of nowhere. You talking about like that Willow two parter, man? Come on, that was <laughs> right yeah, there. man. Did you man. see that little guy? Lucasfilm, the Willow, you got can't beat it. Yep, yep. But uh, yeah, before we dive into this two parter here, let's let our guy DP let you guys know where to find us at. All right, nerdsacopedia.com, people. Make sure you're going on your favorite website and hitting up your favorite social media platforms. You will see us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and TikTok at Nerdcyclopedia. Um, if you are listening to us on podcasts, we are on iTunes, um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere that you anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. If you are watching us on YouTube, thank you. All right. And also on Facebook. Thank you. Make sure that you're hitting that subscribe button and also that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know what we're on. If you're watching us on Facebook, join us at the Carbonite Bounty BS, the Star Wars group, where we talk about your favorite Star Wars material like this surprise two parter. You know, it was just an awesome thing. Um, <clears throat> make sure that you also um, um, leave us some email. Nurse at nursecyclopedia.com. So we love getting your feedback and, you know, just getting all the good goodness from you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and as you said, a surprise two-parter. Um, a lot of a lot of interesting things this week. Uh, obviously, um, we'll dive into it first. But we obviously got the Disney earnings call. They had a couple big shocks in it for us. That I think that can turn around and help some things. So, um, yeah, we can dive into the the, the earnings call real quick because that kind of touches our segments and where we're looking ahead. Um, if you guys haven't heard or or really um, Disney reading into it. It looks like that uh, we knew Disney was going to restructure, obviously. Um, no surprise, they're up. I think like 21%, it looks like, on the quarter. But more importantly, they're now segmenting the Disney business into three core products, um, one being the Parks Entertainment, one being really sports, which is ESPN, and third being um, really Disney movie properties. Um, and for our segment, the movie properties, the interesting thing that came out of the earnings call is that – uh, Bob Iger likes to uh, put, so to speak, the writing and the handling of all movie properties back into the intellectual property owner's hands, basically. So they're done subletting out products and properties to other people, and they really want to let the people who know what they're doing and, and own these properties and are part of it, a la Lucas, a la Filoni and Co., um, to, um, to really, uh, really take advantage of this stuff. So I think that's big news for us um, as far as so the content who's, who's steering Marvel? Who's in charge of Marvel? Who writes and, and guides that whole this the storyline at this point? Like who's who's in charge of that? Uh, Feige, yeah, Feige's ahead of it, but lately, as we saw with Phase 4, and um, even with Star Wars to some extent, they've had a lot of outside writers. They've been kind of expanding the umbrella and what they found it that maybe the expansion has kind of gotten too big and too big, okay. maybe maybe some properties are failing and not really failing, but maybe missing on certain aspects. So they're trying to rein things back in a little more on yeah, both sides. They're, so. they're, they're trying to get the quality back and everything. Right. Under the previous Bob, Bob Chapek, you know, it was more of a, you know, let's throw a lot of stuff out there, see what sticks and, yeah. you know. Um, and build from that. 
yeah, and build from that. Just put as much content out there and yeah. you know, flood the market as they as they right. call it and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iger, the other Bob, you know, he wants to come in and you know, sort of like you know, rein in the quality, you know, aspects of it. Which is, you know, it's at the end of the day, this is all business. We like to pretend it's not, you know, but you know, the stories that they tell, um, they they still have to make money off of, or else they, you know, we can't get more of it and everything. So I'm 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 cool with that, you know. Mm-hmm. I just wonder because uh, I hear a lot of chatter about Marvel, and a lot of Marvel fans are not happy with way things are going with that franchise. So hopefully Disney does a little bit to do what they're doing with star wars and they're making some great content and they're really give, putting the control in the right hands yeah yeah because marvel is near and dear to me i mean i grew up reading marvel comics yeah and marvel had star wars that they owned it and they had a 107 uh issue comic series of star wars like offshoot um expanded universe let's call it like back in the day i'm talking like 70s and 80s and Marvel did a great job with it at the time. The stories were good, and you looked forward to each each month when a new comic came out. Yeah, they were now, real good with like you know um, um, license and IP. You know, with the Star Wars stuff, they did like you know GI Joe. GI Joe had a superior run, you know, for yes. like the longest time under Larry Hama. You know, they did Transformers for a minute there. Um, yeah, back in the eighties, they did they did Marvel did some really good stuff with like stuff that wasn't created by them. You know. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a nice time. We digress. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. What's really making Disney money right now is Star Wars. Oh yeah, <laughs> it really is. And it, I mean, and to add a final point onto this whole earnings call leading into this episode is um, obviously Disney Plus is down substantially. And realistically, when we come to uh, you know the thought of that, I mean, <laughs> the only driver really is Star Wars. I mean, we can say that. There's Marvel stuff on there, but realistically, Marvel's run are movies that have already been out that, you know, a segment is now not returning to theaters that are watching them. Realistically, these original stories, if it wasn't for this, it would be dead. I can honestly Mm -hmm. say, you know, whether it be our show. I mean, you you got like, okay, we we watch we watch Disney's, you know, plus for the for the Marvel stuff. But a lot of the Mm -hmm. kids love that, you know, content and everything. But I mean, as far as viewership to be down 20 percent, I mean, bro, that's huge. Those are huge. That's one fifth of the segment, you know, and and yeah. think about no Andor, no Star Wars. And I mean, and not even just the stuff we're talking about, but new properties. I mean, look how much is planned for this year for us. Right. We're busy you know, almost every week here. They, um, they don't have to. Yeah. Disney doesn't have to worry about Andor because I'm watching it enough to make <laughs> up for the 20 percent that, that the loss. So as well, I bet it was a suggestion before the two parter. Right, right. Oh, man. Right. Right. After that second part, it, it like it just. I, it just started. I didn't even get that. Like, we'll start in twenty seconds. It just hey, we know we know what you like. <laughs> Sick, bro. How was Rogue One this week? Was it was it as good as last week, or is it? You know, I felt like I was watching it for the first time. <laughs> yeah, that's it's that's and leading into Rogue One. I mean, I mean, it's it's kind of and and I'll let you uh, we'll let you start with this one, uh, Stormtrooper Army. Uh, and we can really just break this down as kind of both, yeah, they kind of, right? They kind of ran into ran into each other as far as a two parter here. Um, your initial thoughts of it, because I mean, you talk about Rogue One, but this has a lot of ramifications, as we talked about, of where you know stormtroopers came from, what happened to the clones, what happened on Camino. I mean, what a, what a really big way to segment in the. And it seems like we talk about these themes, and 
lo and behold, the next episode, it leads into this. So you want to give us your initial thoughts of what you thought this week? Well, I love this because something I've been looking forward to this whole time is where, where did the empire get this, this stormtrooper army? Because that's something that really set it apart from like the clone, the clone wars. Cause they were, we knew what they were. They were, uh, uh, they were hired guns. Uh, they, they didn't wait until they were needed. And we didn't even know they were needed until we got that whole prequel. But we heard about them. We heard about the clones. But we, all, we ha- all we knew about were stormtroopers. I, you know what? I really liked Rampart. I felt bad for him <laughs> in the end. Because, first of all, why did he think this was not going to come back on him? Why did he think he was not going to? And I'm assuming everybody out there watched this, right? So why did Rampart not think that he was going to get outed by this by this whole thing? Because he's the one trying to get the defense. Uh, what did he call it? Defense. The defense Act. Recruitment Act. Recruitment yeah. Act. Bill. You know, passed. held up in the in the uh, you know in the Senate, and he. He's trying to take down the people that are against him. I mean, this had this had Nazi Germany written all over it, as far as I saw. I mean, they were literally re, you know, they were just taking the play the playbook for this at these two episodes was the Third Reich. I mean, it was legit down to down to the suicide of the assassin. I mean, the detail they had here was they were taking this right from the Third Reich from history. The entire thing, including like how you make an excuse for it to build an army. Like, what excuses do you make to blindfold and and pull the wool over the uh, over the eyes of the people to legitimize the the build up build up of this entire army? Right. I mean, there was there were so many really cool little things, and for the life of me, if I could talk to the person that's casting the female voices for these this series like senator chuchi and omega for the life of me unless i have subtitles on which i do i don't know what these girls were talking about you would you would have thought they were like you know descendants of each other or something like (laughs) they were like mother and daughter or something you know so but when i saw (laughs) when i when i opened up disney plus which i do every day and i saw that there were two episodes Two live streaming episodes are bad batch. I was like, wow, this is gonna be great. And, okay. and they were if they took out the the postlude, if they took that uh, you know the credits out, they, these two episodes could have just run right together. I mean, there was it, they were seamless. Um, I really like the um, integrity of our guys, our 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 batch. I mean, they are legit like the fighting force. I mean, they're they're force ten to Navarro. They are legit like what we like to see when we see like a military force but like for a cause for a good thing um and again we're losing another guy at the end which is Mm. weird yeah but then i also like there were um and i don't know if you guys picked up on this but we're seeing the like clone troopers you think they're you know they don't have weaknesses but the bad batch does like wrecker i didn't know he was afraid of heights right yeah so this big guy is afraid of heights, right? And um, really, one what's the one that joined Rex? I forget his name. Escape. Echo. Echo. He doesn't like to be alone. 
like that he's afraid of solitude because he was in prison and that's about as solitude as you can get so these guys all have weaknesses which really sets them apart from the clones but so many great things and if you only watch these two episodes once you need to go back and watch them two more times because there's a lot in here what about you hitch well so Sheev Palpatine shows up here in episode eight and it's always great when he shows up and they make a big deal out of it. He, this is such a classic emperor scene and he's acting like the emperor. We always imagined when, uh, you know, we had not even seen the prequel trilogy. He's devious, manipulative, and it manages to turn this whole situation on its head to make his scourge scourging of the Kaminoans as uh, you know, something that was that he's now the avenging angel about. Uh, I think Ken hit the nail on the head when uh, he said, this is a comparison to Nazi Germany. The Reichstag fire uh, is something where like the capital of the German Republic caught on fire. And so Hitler blamed, and you're going to be shocked by this, yeah. the Jews. <laughs> you may, it's going to be a surprise. Anyone he could. Anyone right. He, he picked the Jews. So, so that's, that's the something that Hitler would do, but Palpatine manages to find a scapegoat to take the fall for this. And, you know, this this military recruitment bill makes a lot of sense from the standpoint of if you're trying to consolidate wins and if you're if you're getting a lot of Han Solo's popping around that are, you know, maybe a little bit uh, questioning authority and you need something to do with them. Well, look, a war is a, a pretty handy thing to do with a bunch of people you don't uh, have any other need for. Uh, we're not seeing that right now in Ukraine. Uh, at right now, we're seeing that where uh, mm -hmm. Russia has sort of emptied their prisons into the maw of the uh, front at Bakhmut. So uh, you're absolutely right that this is a, a historical thing. Um, and there's a lot of advantages that we see now what the clone troopers are have as far as, you know, why Palpatine doesn't want them anymore. Uh, they're developing independent thought. They're also they're also on a shorter time scale, which means they're going to want to act now. They're not going to want to wait and mm -hmm. let things delay. Uh, they are too rigid at following orders, but they're also purchasable, which means that they're way on the treasury. It costs money to produce these things, and they have a bottleneck for as far as availability in the Kaminoans. So the Kaminoans would have a lot of leverage over Sheep Palpatine if they were the you know only source of soldiers for the empire. But yeah. by diversifying and taking soldiers from everywhere, you create a new uh, army. And look, if, if I am taking a little bit from here and a little bit from there and a little bit from there, and the Imperial military is blowing up a planet, it's not just one planet that you're, you need revenge against. It's everybody. So you spread out the blame. Uh, you, you make everybody get their hands dirty. This is why every single one of uh, Caesar's assassins had to get a blow in. They all had to get dirty. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes sense. And it's and the answer to a question that I know I've had for probably 20 years, which is what the heck happened to all the clones? And why would you, why would you get rid of them in the first place if they were so effective? But we see why. They're really effective at killing robots. Mm-hmm. That's it. They, they're not great at killing people because they think it's wrong for some reason. <laughs> some reason they think it's wrong to murder people. Right. Uh, so we can see why Sheev is making this move. And it definitely is ill portents for the clones because, you know, there, there's nothing, you know, they used to say in, uh, again, in the Roman Republic era, there's nothing more dangerous than a legionary that doesn't have anything to do. 
I mean, they're trained killing machines. That's literally the only thing they know how to do. And now you're going to say, okay, we're not paying you any money. You're going to live for another 10 years max. <laughs> and you know how to kill everything. And that, and that's what that clone said in the bar. That's what he said. I'd rather be out fighting those insurgents that keep popping up. You know, yeah. all they wanted to do was fight and kill. That's it. Nobody let, nobody let them do it. So it's interesting the way they frame this. You know, it's it's a big plot point. I've been waiting for this hammer to drop. The whole, I, what did you, I, I liked the whole, you know, hey, it wasn't actually Crosshair. I thought that was great because this is this assassin was a crappy shot. And the whole the whole first part of that episode, I was just like, why are they, you know, can they get it straight on what, you know, Crosshair's power level is with this frigging gun? I mean, if he can flip a coin <laughs> and shoot it and have it bounce the right direction, he should be able to make these 100-yard shots with a sniper rifle. Yep. Uh, That's why he's still coming back. He's going to come back. He's sneaking around somewhere. Uh, Rampart doesn't have him anymore. That's why he didn't send him on this job. So... Rampart doesn't have him. Rampart doesn't have access to him. And look, Rampart doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Rampart isn't a, a power center for the imperial bureaucracy because he's going to be, you know, essentially Trox, Trotsky filed here. Or SR, you know, it's the trial of the SRs or the Girondins and what happened to Danton and eventually Robespierre. And, I mean, the revolution eats its children most of the time because there's only one winner and there's only one Stalin in this universe, and that's Sheev Palpatine. What about you? Yeah, what about you, DP? What are your thoughts? Yeah, go, going back to Ken's record and everything, I thought they alluded to that in a few episodes um, about his his fear of heights. You know, um, I think one episode um, was when they were in like a cave and they were climbing up like a well, he was climbing up a um, a rope and everything to to get away from a creature in a in a um, in the water and stuff. I thought it thought I thought they alluded to that in, in about a couple episodes. I mean, I could be wrong, but I sort of like you're not wrong. I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he's I a BA rocket right. to the you know uh, yeah. other crew and stuff. So I mean, yeah. Anyway, um, I love these episodes. So coming off like you know last week and you know um we've been asking for more um empire stuff and everything you know you know how i got you know i hate the empire and everything so of course they feed it to me you know in two episodes two and two you know um but yeah this was this was super super you know superb for me um we got like a lot of insight as far as like you know ramparts you know involvement um and as far as the characters knowing now knowing that you know ramparts involvement and i love the way that they let had us um, see it through the eyes of Chinchu. That's her name, right? the center of Chinchu, Chaichu. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, we we saw it through her eyes, um, instead of through like the clone's eyes and everything. So we got her perspective and her, you know, doing like the investigation, you know, sort of finding out everything <laughs> part. And then, um, uh, we we got like the political intrigue and everything, uh, with you know Organa coming, you know, coming back, and it was you know you know lovely seeing him again and everything. Um, and just basically just, just seeing how just crazy, uh, dirty, how the empire is, how everybody, like Scott said, was feeding into it, you know, feeding into just playing right into, um, Palpatine's hands. And, you know, if, if the guy is coming up, rising up from a, um, you know, a, 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 a little pod and everything with the hood over his head and, and stuff, and you're not like immediately suspicious, 
you know, <laughs> what this guy may be up to, you know, then I mean, it, it, should, it has to be something wrong with you. I mean, everybody that was there, you know, this this guy, he's 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 just, you know, a hooded figure, you know, talking all this crazy stuff um, and saying that we, we need to protect. We need to to, to secure anytime, you know, a, a, a leader says they need to protect and secure, you know, it's some, you know, some craziness and it's, it's going to be no democracy. You know, it's just going to be, you know, straight authoritarianism, you know. Um, but I'm glad they put that at the forefront of this because, like you said, we need we found out how the clone troopers trans, you know, transform into. I mean, I'm sorry, the um the clone troopers transformed into like the stone troopers. You know, we've been asking this question for like the longest and everything, and they're slowly doling out the reasons why that happened. Um, like I said, I mean, I can't really say how much, you know. I think they did these two episodes just to truncate, you know, for when that Mandalorian does come out. So we won't have to like cross over into uh, Mandalorian and Bad Batch territory and everything. Get some of these episodes out the way. So by the time, um, you know, this, this season ends, it'll just head straight into like the Mandalorian and everything. So I was happy that we got um, a two-parter, you know, a, a very surprised two-parter all in, in one day. Yeah, no, no, no. As, as a final point, as far as, uh, you know, kind of everybody's uh, overview, I, you know, I kind of echo everything everybody else has said. Um, I am surprised as well as a two-parter. I, d I don't know if they're maybe trying to accelerate things, as we discussed, maybe beyond our control with press releases, time constraints, um, and really just viewership, right? It looks like if they're trying to push these series and, and really line them up, as DP said, I mean, it makes sense, right? That we get all these important elements out. So when we lead into Mandalorian, um, more than likely, we probably will not see the Bad Batch now as it sees it. It seems like they're tying their arc off and, and answering questions that we might later on want to know as we see certain elements. So I can appreciate that. Um, and I really like how they got back to the fact of the matter, right? Because, I mean, we've had a couple episodes that we kind of lost interest, but then we had the Jedi episode that kind of peaked it. But we're really back to the core of really what we wanted to know about the Bad Batch and what's going on after Order 66, what is going on with the Empire. And really, um, we want to see this grip of tyranny really take full circle, right? Full shape. Uh, to really understand what it is they're here to do, I mean, which is to, um, in my eyes, be really a an outsider towards the rebellion. I mean, we're starting to see these little groups pop up. We're starting to hear. And, and it was, it's interesting in this first episode, realistically uh, speaking, um, back to Coruscant and, and really hearing uh, the interesting thing, I don't know if you guys picked up on off the bat, was, as Ken alluded to, when they're in the bar speaking, um, the one clone alluded to an acceleration in age. So mm -hmm. I don't know is if when these clones are created, um, I thought they aged as kind of humanoid like us, how we would, but it seems like there was a period to where they maybe hit peak condition, maybe in their mid-20s to 30s. And they and age as, quicker. And they age super fast now. Yeah. So yeah, it's right now it's just like their aging is accelerated and it's like, you know, and, you know, if it's a battery, right, we're at the end of the battery and it's, it's you know, running out of juice. So Didn't we see a clone? Didn't we see a clone already that was already like, like he had a beard, like that white beard? Right. Yeah. 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 That was Rex and um, Rebels. That's like what, yeah. 15 mm -hmm. years, 15 years away from this. Yeah. Okay. But still, we're, I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of aging in, in basically a short amount of time. But I mean, that's, 
So what happens when they age? Have we seen one die naturally? Uh, I mean, didn't wasn't it that one episode of uh, Rebels when they kind of ran into clones? That uh, one kind of they were starting to pass and whatnot, um, kind of naturally. I think that was in Rebels. Yeah, they were talking about it. That was yeah. Rex on the mining cart or yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, so yeah. there was like some kind of straggler ones that. And, you know, this is when they started talking about, you know, the mental health of them, you know, some of them suicide, just as we said, because of they were becoming more self-aware. Right. And these are things that obviously Palpatine, as we alluded to, didn't have his finger on the pulse. Right. He's too busy, you know, taking over, raising money to to fund these these war efforts that, um, you know, you really don't. He really doesn't have time, so to speak, to have his finger on everything. And he allude, he, you know has his, his authoritative leaders in, in, in control to handle this. So as you kind of see him trying to reel things in and obviously making a fall guy for to cover up some of their war crimes, I mean, it, it was really interesting to see how that plays out in real life as it does in Star Wars. And and to always, you know, get those those storylines. And, and as Hitch says, these these history lessons that always seem to to come back full circle, you know. They're pressing the clones in there, too. The clones yeah. were part of his, part of his, uh, like his, his thing, right? Yeah. right. Rampart and the clones because they fired on innocence. So yeah. now he made enemies of what he was trying to get rid of. So there's something there, right? So the new stormtroopers are going to wipe out the clones like this because that they are evil and they've murdered innocents. Now the new stormtrooper army is going to wipe them out for him. I wonder how far they I wonder how far they're gonna go into seeing how the storm or storm how they're gonna recruit stormtroopers, how they're gonna, you know, get those. I I wanna see the posters go up. I wanna <laughs> see it go out on social media. I wanna see I wanna see the Empire needs you. I wanna see all of that. And I'll I wanna see right there, you know, with the finger, yep, with the finger, yeah, for sure. I, I wanna see the kids, you know, the yeah. young. The younglings, yeah. Yeah. you know, looking up to and go, yes, I yeah. want to be a stormtrooper. Yeah. I want to, I want to join the empire. I want to protect the galaxy. Mm. Those are great things. I mean, who does any of that sound bad? We know, no, that, we know that we know what happens. Yes, we know. Ooh, yes. yes, we know what happens. <laughs> but right now, does that sound like a bad thing? I mean, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Big, planets get destroyed. You know, yeah, uh, 15, 20 years down the line. Starfighter, Luke Skywalker. They all wanted to be, they wanted to join the Imperial Navy. Both of them. Uh, Didn't they? Great point. Great point. So there had to be like a positive to all of this. I mean, in social media for the, this time, I mean, this this was like. In order for the Empire to even be at the point where they're at right now, there had to be some sort of spin. It was spin going on. Yeah. A whole bunch of spin doctrine going on to, to, to get to the point where they're at now. And then, you know, once they get in place and, and like, you know, Hitch was saying, once every, you know, once once Palpatine makes his his move, which Rampart, you know, pretty much gave him on a platter and everything. Uh, he has his army he can control right now. So he has yeah. security in place, you know, yeah. so I'm there to protect the, you know, protect the people, protect you know, the galaxy, the outer rim and all these all these peoples, these uh, these civilizations that were beat they were They were getting. They were getting raped and murdered by by mobs, huts, you know. So we need something to protect us against that. And that I mean, 
all of the all of the rebel rebel pilots that we know all were trained by the imperial academy all of them they all had certificates of they all graduated they all flew tie fighters they all knew they all knew that side of their enemy and then we now we know that that we know that that all went sour you know dp loves the empire i mean hates the empire so we know all that now but looking at it at this point in time in history yeah. if you're a, if yeah. you're an 18 19 year old yeah. person this looks like a great gig I mean, I mean if, that's, if that's all you know yes this looks like a fantastic gig to do i mean especially if you don't have too much else to really do you know yeah imagine imagine if you were a world where you know franklin roosevelt doesn't die and just kind of ends world war ii after a while and is just in power for forever and never and never quits and after world war ii for about six months you know everything seemed to be functioning normally the government was pretty normal. There was always always an executive. You know, we are now, you know, after this military incursion, we're used to a chain of command and supreme commander and all these terms are in the lexicon now at the time. And then he has to come, he has to come to the Senate. He has to come. He has to show up yep. in the Senate. And you know, reading the Federalist Papers, one of the things that the founding fathers were very concerned about was that the president should never be showing up uh, to the Congress unless Congress invites them for the very simple reason of the presidency is what controls the sword. So if I show up and I'm telling the Senate what to do, then I'm actually running the Senate through force because the whole point of me is that I control all the knives. And, and that's assuming that there's a war to be fought. Like if, if the president's showing up to the Senate and starting to direct them and shouting orders, something's on the horizon there's something going on is that what you're i mean is that basically correct that's exactly correct that's exactly correct is what they did not want is for the executive to come into into congress and dictate terms to congress because that was the end of congress that was the end of the authority of uh of congress right because they don't have a congress doesn't have and we saw this on display very recently probably the last historical event signpost for us is this exact thing that happens which is congress doesn't have a, the battalion Congress doesn't have any troops whatsoever that it commands. Only yeah. the president has the force. So Palpatine coming to the Senate and giving this speech where it's not just that, you know, he's able to deflect these attempted recriminations, right? It's not just that he's able to say, oh, wow, this is, I'm glad you helped me find this terrible crime and we'll punish someone for it. It's that he then says, and on top of that, I'm going to put my thumb on the scales, which indicates two things. One, there is no democracy in the Republic. So this should be the, the clue that that's dead. Right. And two, the other thing it says is that she's in control of everything. Mm -hmm. He runs everything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you can tell people the truth because he controls the mechanism of the media delivery. If he says it's Rampart's fault because it is, and we're going to punish him and that's the end of it, that's the end of it. And, and what did that one senator say? She was like, the war is over. And the other one's like, oh, what are you talking about? I got problems. Right. I mean, we're we're getting we're getting blasted left and right by thugs, by mafia, you know. And I think the general consensus of the Senate was that the war was over. Now we're just building a new, a new, uh, a new empire, a new uh, reality. You know, and we don't have to worry about war anymore because it's over. We've gotten rid of the Jedi and the clones are on the outs. 
we just need to become one and protect protect ourselves. I, I know they would never go over this because it's it's a whole lot of detail and you know, j- but just the everyday explaining of them going along with any of this, you know, the 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 senators and the um, you know, the the political figures and everything, you know, um, are 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 I guess not saying are they that dumb that they can't see, you know, what's in front of their face, but. I mean, this this guy, it's like Hitch just said, you know, this guy, this guy's on a pop popping up in a hood and everything. You know, that should be just your telltale sign mm-hmm. at the end of democracy. You know, if he if he why, why are we all looking at this guy? You know, this, this is it. <laughs> it's you see that that's it. It's the it's that's curtains. That's when it's time to join yeah. the resistance. Yeah. You know what it is? That, this what? should be the swan song. This is a swan song right here. It's the force. He's using the force to guide uh, the I mean, entire thinking capability of everyone in the within a, a six hundred mile radius of himself. He has the entire. You're you're, you're just joking. You're you're you're. Hey, you know. I'm, I'm reasoning. Before, that's I'm reasoning with you. Y'all, you reasoning with me? Yeah, I'm reasoning with you. Okay. All right. Looks like Palpatine came in and reasoned with the Senate. He said, "Hey, guys." I know we have this clone army, and if you look at what this clone army is capable of, look at it. They will just destroy this planet for no reason other than someone told them to do it. And this is the army, the there massive, is. massive, enormous army that has nothing to do and of which I have total control. <laughs> so would you rather that continue or would you rather give me millions of stormtroopers? Which would you prefer? These guys are just bombing everything out. And to be fair to the people in this reality, if I if we found some sort of corruption, like for instance, some video of a whole bunch of police beating someone to death in a city, you know, let's say we found something like that and we brought it to the authorities, what would we expect them to do but punish the perpetrator? That's exactly what we would want them to do. Hey, you know, they, they brought video shooting down, you know, Camino wins and everything. I mean, the evidence is right there. So there you was tape. gotta get the. <laughs> they had tapes. <laughs> I mean, there were they, tapes. Had, they had they had body cams and videotapes of the entire yeah, incident. The entire yeah. incident, you know. Papadie's just like we can't we can't fix this. This is and, and I like I like how it paused right on a very right. yeah. specific yeah. moment, yeah. right? Yeah. And and our hero rose up. From <laughs> our <the> hero, <laughs> he rises from the rise up in the middle. No hitch with, <laughs> with his hood with his hood on. <laughs> All right, we all wait. Mitch, you got a hood. I've heard that there are several senators that are not pleased with this bill. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. The guy that did this, he's dead. I'm following these guys. Give me what I want, and nobody gets hurt. Palpatine. (laughs) Your boy. He's, he's funny, man. I would love to see Rampart, like, I would love to see that continuing story about how, how Rampart was, you know, fully, you know, um, um, loyal and everything and how he just got thrown under the bus and see how his reaction is to that, you know. So what does he, what does he do? I know he's going to, like, you know, um, he, prison or jail or whatever. They got to, yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, no, he's gone. He's dead. Yeah, they're they're, 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 they're going to send him to Narkeen to five. Yeah, yeah, right. He, he he's gonna on help program, on program, off program, off program. That's right. That's where he's headed. No, I think he's dead. He said they're just gonna execute him. They're gonna cut his oh, head yeah. off. 
<laughs> they should. I mean, that's what would happen. I mean, and, and you know, this is this also is not something that is not. There's a lot of historical parallels to this. I mean, the the French Republic yeah. in 1792 were just. I mean, if you if you were not if you didn't perform as a general, they would call you back to Paris, put you on trial for treason for being incompetent, and then send you to the guillotine because being an incompetent general. Is, was treasonous to the mm-hmm. to the French Republic. So what happens to Rampart here is more a measure of his uh, competence than anything else. I, anytime someone says something to me like, uh, oh, well, other people were doing this behavior that, that this person did, I always say, well, then the competence to get away with yeah. it is a measure of the office, isn't it? How are you gonna, not going to disable these cameras or whatever? You know that they that the video, <laughs> and and that's why he. That's why I said, why didn't Ram, why did Rampart think he was going to get away with this? Why, why did he nobody think news? That's what I want. I was just waiting for him to say fake news. Yeah, you know, this the, none of that is true. That was doctored. You know that didn't really happen. You know you guys are seeing like fake footage or something like that. Right. You know? They're all actors. The technology they got nowadays. Come on now, Rampart. You, you, I mean, you're not doing your job. In my, in my mind, he was ready to come out and issue a total and complete denial. And as he was getting ready to come up yeah, in the pod, yeah, they yeah, released the tapes, yeah, and he, yeah. he's coming up from the pod like, "What am I going to say to these people?" <laughs> and did you, did you notice the clone troopers that arrested him? They were the, they were the, uh, the, they had the red. Uh, yeah, they yeah. were the, the like the, uh, the assassin troopers. I mean, they were like, they, if you saw those guys, you were done. Yeah, you're yeah, it, you're, you're toast. Yeah, yeah, they were with uh, they were with Palpatine, and uh, when he was putting Anakin, getting Anakin out of the lava, they were escorting Anakin's torso back to the hospital. Those mm-hmm. those same troopers. Anakin's torso. That's what we're. That's Vader's <laughs> official name now. Anakin's, Anakin's torso. torso in his suit, murdering everybody. Anakin's torso. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. By the way, um, on an interesting side note, did you guys? Um, hear about the original fight that was supposed to happen and how it was supposed to go down that whole Which kind of point? mustafar scene the mustafar oh. scene where they were burnt were they just going to use words? Uh, <laughs> no it the, the high ground thing was actually something that george uh george wanted um they beat they oh, had a on. whole why is it that every I got I, I'm gonna stop you before you get it further, but every single stupid little thing like this is that George Lucas's fault. And every single time someone should have been like, This is stupid, George, and he should have just been made to change it. I'm sorry. I can't I can't contain myself. So. Hey, I, I, I truly truly believe this. The guy who actually did the stunts for it actually is on an interview about it, and he's this is something um and it really I think it wasn't just Lucas's fault necessarily. I think it was a timing issue um, as far as shoots and whatnot. And um, yeah, I'll put it in our, in our chat um, as well. And I'll, I'll, let me get the information up for this, this guy. I what believe his that? last name is Gilliard. It's uh, it's like Gilliard stunts. He was a uh, stunt artist um, who worked on Lucas films and uh, yeah, he's actually been releasing clips of uh, all the fights and whatnot. So he, um, Nick Gillard is his name. 
So Nick Gillard is the oh. was a stunt artist. So he's, yeah, he's he's been around since oh forever. Like, he's yeah, he did stuff on trilogy. Yeah, he did stuff. When that's it, I mean, he's so he released some of this stuff as far as that fight, um, breaking down all his duels. But yeah, he really he did an interview and released the fact that that wasn't the scene that they're supposed to do yeah. with the high ground. That was just a timing uh-huh. issue. Yeah, I think he was a, he was a uh, national uh, defending champion too. There's something about he he had some he had skills. Like there he was, was a, yeah, he was a British. So the thing was in England, you had to be like certified. Uh, he has yeah. a YouTube channel too. So um, yeah, he's he's had a released a bunch of stuff. He done it. He's done indie films. Um, he's done all type of stuff for Lucas Films. But yeah, you know when we talk about that battle and in the Anakin scene, it was funny when you brought that up because yeah, there was. It was supposed to be a whole different thing, but yeah, due to timing and whatnot, and in the shoots and, and getting this film ready, that uh, there were just things, some things they had to cut out, right? I know the Dooku fight with Anakin, they had a completely different thing they wanted to do, but uh, it's crazy. Twenty years later, this some of this stuff just starts to come out, and uh, it's funny because he has actually some of the footage of actually the battles and how they went before the green screen. That um, yeah, I'll share that we we can see. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. And it's funny you mentioned Dooku and that battle because we we're now seeing Dooku as a different, like a different right. guy, right? Yeah. And the Dooku that we know, like we are learning about, do you really think that's how he would go down? Like, do you really think he would just like kneel down and let some kid take him out? He had I mean, the good on. He had the goods on Palpatine too. He told Obi Wan Kenobi yeah. literally yeah. word yeah. for word Palpatine's yeah. plan right there at the beginning of the Clone Wars. Just this is exactly what it is. It's under the influence of Sith, and you can help me if you want, and we'll kill him or, together. Or not, or not. You can help or me not. if you want, or not. And and it went or not. And you really <laughs> think you really think Dooku would have just like knelt down like that and and let himself go? I mean, come on, that doesn't plan make any sense. Plan A, talk Anakin Skywalker into killing the, the Chancellor. Plan, Plan B, B, let him decapitate me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I, it's like, I heard, Duke was like, I heard if he strikes me down, I'll become more powerful than he could possibly He heard that in a movie know. that wasn't even made yet. <laughs> he heard it, was, it wasn't even made yet. <laughs> no, no, that's just, that's just for Obi-Wan. Long what? time coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's decades away, dude. Yeah, 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 now. yeah. Like right now, you need to look after your own head. And he didn't. But anyway, that was. But yeah, I mean, so what was what was the alternate fight scene? What was it supposed to be, T. Mitch? Uh, it was a lot more graphic. It was a lot more graphic. So essentially, um, they didn't do the jump, so to speak. But there's a fight in which basically Obi-Wan like cuts him in half. So he cuts his limbs down, but he does it like in the way he describes it. It was a defensive position, but it was more like an offensive-defensive stance. So they're, like, lightsaber fighting, and he, like, punches him. He drops the saber. He, like, catches it, and he basically, like, slices his legs off, and he falls whatnot. And they both actually get pretty messed up, and they're kind of both, like, laying down there. But they um, he gets up and leaves Anakin for dead. But, yeah, it was just completely different. It wasn't really – because if we will go back and watch it to think about, like, this almighty powerful guy gets his legs chopped by a jump like because he tries to know. posterize him like he's michael jordan right you know what i mean he's like coming up a dead left shrimp. To dunk on him yeah and he, you know he just dead left just catches him and power bombs like that's that's right. exactly what that would be like so. but that's a great 
But that's a great scene, though. I mean, yeah. I have the high ground, and Anakin's like, I don't care. I don't care. What I'm going to jump directly over you instead of to any other right. side, to any side. I'm not going to ride exactly. this thing like, down the lava over you. And I'm you're not going to go to the other side of the lava and mess up your ship. Right. Because so. good luck getting off a planet without a ship, dick. <laughs> that's what he should have done. <laughs> that's what he should have said. He jumped over him. Good, good luck getting off a ship, dick. Yeah. Right. Going on. Meanwhile, you know, meanwhile his girlfriend's crying in the background, like screaming, "Stop!" Right? You know, because he got roid rage and like I choked mean, her and stuff. And then everyone's like, "You can't do that at this party!" And then they got a big fight. That's your classic eighties high school high school movie. Yeah, you can't touch. Yeah. You can't do that, Anakin Skywalker. I don't care how many points you score at sports ball. You so can't just say, act Revenge like of that. Death is actually Breakfast Club uh, of sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it can be. It can be. I guess it can be. I guess there's a lot of. I guess there's a lot of comparisons, and we could go into that. We could do. Hey a whole man, I know you've been dating Padme, and you're not. You don't want anyone to find out about it. But I know, and I know you're not using protection. You Dude, it's dangerous. <laughs> you know. You know what it's like at my house when you cheat on your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, anyway, on the ep- on the episode, was it supposed to be like a misdirect with the crosshair scene? Because I didn't pick up on that until um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mean when like, he was like off. when he was climb when he was climbing up, and they thought they kind of like alluded to that being him? Yeah, there, the there, there was no misdirect. They knew that they, they're still they're going to put my boy in, but he's going to come back. Yeah, that, that was wasn't crosshair because like Steel said, he said he's missing too many shots. He's missing. He, I mean, he's yeah, literally. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, this is. I mean, I was not thinking crosshair whatsoever when I saw that assassin. That was right. just not the case. now when because he he, he, he took out his target mask. You know, yeah. I was like, okay, I know that you're not going to make that crosshair because that's ridiculous. He's weak, you know. Um, yeah, but you know, he it was it turned out to be another clone trooper. So that was or interesting. Experiment. A Tarkin experiment. Is what that assassin was a Tarkin experiment. I can change my name now. The assassin was a Tarkin experiment. You know, they were, he was looking, he was seeing how. So these clone troopers are aging out, but I need to experiment. I need to build my new army. I need to. I need. I need a, uh, you know, examples. So I want a stormtrooper to be like this, but not like this like this but not like this so i think that assassin is a is a start and if you still if you ask me where he gets his idea he's still looking at the bad batch as his model for the stormtrooper army because he wants soldiers was, that can think I, I, I was about to say i'll say so where does our bad but where does our heroes go you know where do they go from here so where I think do they go from here you know, something really it, it, with Echo leaving, you know, or staying behind or what have you. Um, you know, we just got the three of them now until Crosshair, like you said. I mean, you're, you're convincing me he's coming back and everything. So I'm buying I'm buying into it. You know, um, where do they go from here? Are they pawns in a much bigger picture? You know, or are they teachers? Do they train? Do they train this new Stormtrooper army? Are they part of the are they part of the problem? Do they become part of the problem? I'm sure there's going to show context for it, you know. <laughs> <sighs> commandos, commandos turning uh, 
turning, you know, nationalistic and, you know, uh, there's a, there's a, a famous story in, uh, in the Punic Wars between Rome and Carthage. Rome beat Carthage in the first Punic War, and then Carthage didn't pay their mercenaries. Like, they, they, they stiffed them because they had to pay Rome all this money. And so the mercenaries were like, well, I guess we'll just put a siege on Carthage then. <laughs> and they had to deal with that. So it's not out of the question, is it? It's no. not out of the question that the Bad Batch could actually become the, the trainers or the models for this new Stormtrooper army. I mean, they might just buy into the whole thing. They might just be like, you know what? We're not getting they the jobs. Really for me, I mean, but they don't, again, they don't really have a whole lot to do. So, you know, they're, they're like the A team. They're getting hired out to the, to the highest bidder. You know, yeah. Um, but I don't see, I don't see Hunter going that route, or 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 Omega letting them. You know, they keep trying to do the right thing over and over and over. They're using stun shots when they shoot at the other clones. You know, and then and that that makes you think like, well, wait a minute, it costs them nothing, nothing at all to use these stun shots. These they, one shot, everybody goes down right away. It's literally the same thing as a bullet, except nobody dies, and they're the only right. ones that are doing it in the whole like the whole milieu, the, the, just them. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe yeah. they're not. Maybe they're not trainers. Maybe they're advisors. I don't know. Maybe they have some. Maybe they have some. They have some. Uh, you know, they have some uh, skin in the in the game somewhere. You know. I mean, maybe they maybe they can go out for hire like they have been. I mean, they're all. I mean, Django Fett was a bounty hunter. They're all sort of right. subject to that. They can be bribed. Is like their only weakness, I think, as a group, as far as you know what these clones the clones in general yeah. so it's that's like the only thing you can do is bribe them <laughs> they're like they're amenable to that yeah i mean that brings up an interesting point kind of as this arc and you know as we finish these two episodes off and, and, and lead into this you know really the end of the arc of this this whole series i mean we're over halfway now but uh just thinking about it i mean and then basically being for hire like i guess the more we watch this the more I kind of uh we discuss this it kind of makes me understand why they probably won't cross over into any other properties. I mean, based on what we're saying, I mean, almost they would be like it if we were to see one of them, two of them, maybe none of them, maybe it's Omega. It's almost like the Jedi, right? The clones are extinct at that point. So at the point of where we are into the Mandalorian, into this Filoni verse further on, like it's almost like, you know, they're a lost art, right? You know, they're, they're stormtroopers now. They're, they're different soldiers that if you do see a clone at this point, it's almost like a Jedi. How did you survive? Like, are there any more of you? Where are you? You know what I mean? It's almost it's almost as if they are a Jedi and they're rebuilding, you know, what is... Because um, it's not like they can rebuild clones, right? So... Right. So so what is the parameters of age, aging and everything? If it's, they have a max of 10 years left or whatever. So why was... Why was Rex the age he was when he was? Um, and we right. don't see uh, uh, other clones or whatever. You know, where are the other clones? So um, we're talking twenty. Or we're talking what fifteen years into the future from here is where right. Rebels is, and then twenty years in the future from here is where a new hope, a new hope is. Yeah. So if you look at Rex here, Rex, in my opinion, looks like he's in his late thirties, early forties. I think it is 15 times two. So 30 years of aging. So he's in his mid seventies, early seventies in but rebels. I, I don't think, I don't think time runs 
the same out there as it does here. You mean because of general relativity? Yes. Sure. Yes. Because we're talking about things that are, let's just say, let's say 1 million light years away. So if you talk about it like that, I mean, that's maybe five minutes here. You know, if you just talk about the expanse of time. So I don't think 15 years out there is really like 15 years that we're talking about. So, you know, I mean, we got to be, we got we to be really loose with the time frame. Far, far as we know, I mean, has, has anything been like, you know, explaining like the extended, you know, EU or whatever, as far as like, I mean, how they talk goes? about the, they talk about the accelerated aging in episode two, because yeah. they say that it takes a lot less time for them to develop into maturity. Right. As far as, you know, my assumption was that it had been 10 years and they were like 20 ish. So I thought it was, right. half, I thought yeah. it was twice as much like two X speed. Um, but it could be three. I mean, it could be four. It could be ten. They could, they could, they could come in and say they made a pill, and now it's it's one. You know what I mean? Now it's the same right. as everybody like, else. It would, it would have to be, it would have to be like uh, forced because a year for us is what? What's a year for us? A year. It, it's the time it takes us to go around the sun. Okay, mm -hmm. so out there it's going to be different because they're not going to be, and I'm just, I'm just saying. So okay. we have to be very liberal to, with what we're looking at. I mean, not to be not to be super nerdy, but because they they probably wouldn't use a year or days as time markers because they would need something that was galactically universal in order to like, do that. Which, how sense. would you do that? How would you make something that was galactically universal? You have to use timeless? some. I mean, off the top of my head, you could use you know, uh, the singularity in the center of the galaxy and the gravity waves it emits as a, as a you know, point. And, but, and the, but, prison, but the thing is, the you'd have to have down time. You have to use hyperspace. You'd have to use hyperspace because uh, to do it in regular space would be subject to time dilation and, and all time is subjective in, you know, regular space. So if something happens yeah. here, the, the effects of that have to ripple out at the logic of at the speed of light or, or slow. Yeah. Like yeah. it can't be faster than that. But in star Wars, you can move from place to place, to place, to place, to place. And that means you can get there before the information about you doing the thing reaches there, which uh, relativity says should be impossible. And, and just the time, the time match. So where you left and you entered hyperspace and came out is the time the same. Right. I mean, we're, we're we're to understand in the Star Wars universe that essentially hyperspace is the real reality and the rest of these reality the systems are kind of bolted on to it. Right. And that's how they maintain synchronicity is that they, yeah. that they use essentially the timekeeping is in hyperspace. So mm. and that a week in hyperspace is a week. That's kind of the way they look at and it. It doesn't matter where you come out. It's right. just a week. Right. Because we don't time, know what a week the, is, but. Well, well, right, right. But we have to, I mean, every story has to use some sort of, like a meter isn't a meter. You know what I mean? And these stories are a mile isn't a mile. And, you know, you just kind of have to get get used to the fact that they're they're going to use some sort of language to explain to you that something's, you know, fire hot <laughs> and time long and, you know. Uh, they they, they what call that in um, writing, story, fiction, a suspension of the, uh, belief. Of belief, so we have to we have to accept the fact that you know what these clones are going to all of a sudden accelerate their age at some point in the story, and we're going to have to accept that. Like, I don't know if it's, you know, it's accelerating suddenly. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, my, my question was okay, at when when the port if 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 is it a 10-year like you know acceleration for all the clones? Um, and then they all die at the same time, or is it just like a gradual if one is born at a certain time period, you know, and the other one is born like you know a year from now or whatever? I'll bet it's an incept date, just like Blade Runner. It is, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is for sure. Yeah. So there's a date that there's a date that they were, you know, uh uh energized and they have X amount of time and then and that's it. They're 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 finished. Just and like one can explore a different reality of that phase you know depending on how many times they hyperspaced right. and came back but these guys are you know i i don't know that i think that it, their aging is accelerating at a different i think it's a probably a constant rate and what we see is the effect of you know like just think about tom brady's career just as a for instance right 20 year career say he, he must be a clone right so 20 year career right super long all right let's look at say you know, Cam Newton's career, much shorter, right? They're, mm. they're the same basic, but but the, the time, you know, passes at the same rate. That just the cliff is earlier. Right. So mm. if you think of these guys as analogous to the soldiers in any war, then you can go to, you know, see the World War, the dates on anyone with the World War II marker or the World War One marker or the Civil War marker. There's endpoints and, and, and start points, and they don't all line up exactly right. You know what I mean? There's, mm. there's soldiers yeah. from the Civil War yeah. born in like 1830 and 1840, but they still are overlapping a great, a great deal, and you just have that instead of being sixty years like it was for like a Civil War soldier, it's a thirty-year overall time, and you have ten years in training. Now we're here, right? We've been fighting for say five years now, so we have five years before the entire, you know, the the army is going to start going obsolete, and we know that they're not going to generate new ones because they already murdered all the clone, clone kids on Camino. That, right. that, by the way, is more infanticide from Star Wars. Thanks so much, Star Wars, for reminding me that you did that. Uh, but brought reality into science fiction. So think about it like this. If if every single car that was on the road right now, every single one, like I waved my, my magic wand and I made them all, you know, uh, 2004 Chevy S10 pickup trucks, just to pick anything, right? Nice, all nice pick. Nice pick. Thank you. Yeah. In 50 years... They would, we'd have very, very few of them, right? There might right. be a couple because there's some on the bell curve that are out there, but they're gonna, they're gonna break down because none of them, about none the of, same time. None of the two or S10s ever lasted more than five years, right? So, I mean, and, and Chevy, don't come after me for this. Uh, but, <laughs> but basically, if all of the cars in the United States started breaking down at exactly the same time, like in a two year, three year span we'd be in some serious shit because we wouldn't have any cars. Right. And right. if Palpatine has his entire army, all of a sudden goes geriatric on him at once. Right. It's becomes that completely would, unusable. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's why you like to say he's like five steps ahead of everyone. So, I mean, it makes so the, sense for him. Yeah. So, so the Palpatine problems, was the general manager of, of general motors. Right? Yeah, he's a <laughs> and, and he's like, you know what? Every single one of these cars is going to fail within a one to three year time frame. I better go to like Honda and build a Honda Stormtrooper army that's going to last a lot longer. Right. Well, let's, say, mean, okay, yeah. let's say all the American cars that happened to you, you'd have to import cars from somewhere. You'd have to right. bring in Japanese cars and Mercedes Benzes and Fiats and whatever from everywhere to fill in the gap. And if you didn't do that, we would have a real 
transportation problem in this country. And, and in the in the case of this story, that's actually uh, basically mirroring the Third Reich. We'd have to say Volkswagen is the is the car of choice for this new army. <laughs> let's just let's just throw it out there. They're in Jettas. Everyone knows if you own a Jetta, you're, you're evil. Yes, I thought that was common knowledge. If you're driving a Jetta, you 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 might as well be holding up a bank because you're evil. <laughs> but you you know as you as you guys talk about the time, it, it really uh, does it, it really does hit full center. We're just having this discussion about the clones because once again, as the story is parallel to everything, it ties back into when Yoda visited Kamino, right? So if we think about this as far as the age and this hits at the time frame. Remember, Palpatine and the Empire did take over the Jedi's clones after they flipped, right? So there were already cloned embryos born that the Jedi had, and they were soldiers of the Jedi. So they would have flipped to the Empire at some point. Plus, there were all those embryos that were unborn that then the Palpatine and the Galactic Empire were, were creating, which were maybe, what, five to ten years after that, leading into this stuff. So if we think about the time frame, I mean, this cloning facility, and maybe we'll see it uh, a little more of it with this Dr. Pershing, and, and we'll get more of it in The Mandalorian, but I mean, yeah. we'll see as far as how long this has really went on to to get a time frame as the Bad Batch, how old, how long these clones can last. I think uh, these questions we have, and it's interesting as we're ending this episode, how these all tie together, right? Because, I mean, Grogu is is, is essentially, and, and we don't know, the Empire was. He was still. They were still trying to get Grogu's blood. Right. The Empire was still after Grogu for his DNA for yeah. some reason. Twenty-five yeah. years later, it just <sighs> needed another hit. I know, and and DP, you don't like the Empire, and I don't know why. Okay. Very very it's efficient. Uh, DP, would you? Let me ask you a question. Would you? So, Chief Palpatine has ended ended the Galactic Civil Wars. He has found out who you know nuked the clones he's punished those people are you signing up to work for the empire now would you be aware of the empire's atrocities at this point or would you be one of those people who's just like hey she i mean look at what he's doing it's pretty good yeah yeah would you sign up tv the propaganda is there you know, I mean, they just need to put the posters up, get it out, like you said, on social media and everything. You know, make me a believer. Empire wants you. They want you. If Steve has his put in hand and the, the finger pointing with the poster. You're signing up. What, what else are you going to do there? You know, so my future self will hate the Empire then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, for sure, guys. It's it's definitely been a, a great episode. I mean, we've had a lot of bad batch talks, and and as always, you know, as we talk about Star Wars, really one discussion leads into another, leads into another, and really just shows you how how many stories can be told in this. Just yeah, we know how to fill up an universe, hour. right? Yeah, yeah, we do. This, I mean, this universe is definitely it's yeah. Ongoing. Start talking about the Nazis. We're and we're good to go until <laughs> right? the full hour. It, we, we, I mean, we get a little history in there. We get to use we we put the we put Hitch's degree to work. So right, it, we can he can never say that it's never been used. <laughs> he can never say it's never been used. So we always we try to get that in there just to, to use those diplomas. Um, That's right. Those, and all, we have. all of my friends from college will remember me as a very serious studious person who should be listened to and has lots of credibility too i'm sure and, and now they know they're wrong <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you use a did you use a political philosophy degree to talk Star Wars political? Yes, you're out of here. You can't <laughs> Banned. But yeah, guys, um, you know, just finished up this week. We're leading into next week again. Um, next week, obviously, we'll have maybe episode nine and ten. Who knows? Episode at least nine, we'll say. Um, for those who haven't been ruined on the internet, um, because. Um, Ant-Man has already leaked. I mean, I guess everybody wants to see the premiere just decides to go on the internet and sell the movie. So we'll have that review maybe um, next week on our other platform as well as those um, viewings will come in. I'm looking at that as well. So uh, I guess until next, guys, next week, this is the way. This is the way.